Good morning, good morning, everyone. I'm in, I'm in. Once again, sometimes, you know, you wonder how many hours Maria's have been. Doesn't matter. Takes time. They say it takes 10,000 hours before we can perfect something. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Dorothy, we're closing Habit 5 today. This is it. And then we're going to go into Habit 6 and then 7, and it's over. And then we're going to go into the book, Emotional Management. <gasps> Who needs to manage their emotions? <laughs> Some people say, oh, not me. Yeah, but what's happening inside? What's happening inside? Because my husband on the outside, you think he doesn't need to manage his emotions. But inside, OMG, OMG. Okay, welcome. Today is the close of Habit 5. And it's all about the subject one-on-one the power of one-on-one, -on -one. and I'm so excited to get to Marie-Pierre. I think she's got the best part of the podcast, which are the games we can play to better listen to one another. What? I think a lot of you are going to practice these at Christmas. Ba -da -ba -ba -bum. Okay, I'm not a good singer, so I'll stop that right there. Maria Mariano, 39 years in multi-level marketing business, and I understand more and more our company's success in the last 24 months, March 2022, it's going to be 24 months since COVID. Um, and it's all about being able to listen. So habit five is powerful. It is the middle. It, it, it is in the middle of the circle of influence. You see, habit five, when you seek first to understand, then to be understood, you're able to position yourself right in the middle. Now, for those on Podbeam, and you can't see me, I have those two circles in my hands. One is about six inch diameter. The other one is about two inch diameter. The six inch in diameter, the bigger circle is the circle of concern. Now, those are the things I can't do anything about. And if I dwell in there, all I'm going to create is anxiety, stress, depression. So what Stephen Covey says, stick to what you can control, what you can make a difference. Well, habit five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. It is in this habit that it helps us to stay right in the middle. So in my two inch diameter circle, I put a little black mark right in the middle because this is where I want to be. Habit five is a timeless principle. We all strive to teach our children. It teaches them to be confident when speaking to others while also teaching them the importance of listening to others when they are being spoken to. Ever see a mom with her children and she's talking to you and right in the middle of, of you know, you're having a conversation with the mom. The kid has no discernment. Now, we're talking about here a seven, eight, nine-year-old, a, a child that by this age, and it's no judgment because it depends on, you know, wh what, where, where you're coming from, what's, what's happening in the home. But let's say we're in a home where there's no turmoil. We're raising our children. A child by age seven, if um, 
has no difficulty should be able to have the discernment to say, oh, my mom Dorothy is speaking. I'll wait until she's done before I ask her the question. This would be normal behavior. But you'll notice as, as society is being more focused on social media and we're not paying attention to listening anymore, to seeing what's happening around us, this art of listening is slowly disappearing. Habit five is about communication. So to be able to communicate, we're going to have to shut down our computers and the bing, bing, bings that come out of all our, our, our electric, uh, electronic um, tools that we have if I really want to listen. So if we seek to understand others, first, we are more likely to listen before we speak. Okay, so you have to ask yourself the question, Maria, so I'm going to talk to myself, do you really want to understand Monique? If the answer is yes, when I meet with Monique in my 2080 meetings, 90% of my meeting will be on me questioning them and them talking. And the last 10% usually, actually, yeah, 90% I listen and 10% I, I'm going to say something. And most of the times, not much, because after they've spoken, I've got all the commitment I needed from them. So when we do that, we can avoid saying things that, that aren't good. I can avoid saying things that I shouldn't have said. Because when we talk too much, that's what happens. Or, Dorothy, this comes from my dad. He says, Maria, when the meeting is over, like we all do our meetings, right? And the split is over. Okay. I like to say, bye-bye, everyone. If you have any questions, go on the messenger group and ask your questions. Why? Because if I open that meeting and you have any questions, what's going to end up happening is we, we had a meeting that was like this, going up, 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 full of energy. And then because of the questioning, we lose the energy. Okay. Hang on a second. Somebody's here. Can you hear my dogs? You can hear my dogs here. Don't you love it? They are the sign that somebody's in the office. Okay. So we also tend to ask more questions rather than making statements. So what happens is if I'm listening, I'm going to be able to concentrate more on you instead of me. Remember the four primary, primary forms of communication that we have been taught is reading, writing, speaking. What about listening? Think, think about how many times did we teach listening in class? Zero, 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 zero. We all learn to read. We all le learn to write. We all learn to speak. But what about listening? We want to stay within our circle of influence, within our control. I've got to be able to listen. And when I listen, I make sure that I'm picking up on how I can fill their emotional bank account. In fact, just by listening, Marie-Pierre, we are filling people's emotional bank account. One, in, one on one is about practicing right now. What I love about Stephen Covey says, you know, sometimes my, my wife and I, Sandra, we didn't have a great outcome with a situation with one of our children. So we practice. I'll be the child, I'll be my son, and she'll be Sandra. And we practice on how we could have, have had an alternative outcome. So right now, after the podcast, what I really encourage you to do this weekend is, number one, play the games Marie-Pierre is going to tell you, but intentionally practice maybe Dorothy and Monique 
you can get together and practice habit number five, where, Monique, you're going to ask questions and see how your questions are are, are are they well open-ended? Did Dorothy go on and go, talk, talk, talk? Or was it a yes or no answer she gave you? So remember, there's also the power of the question. But basically, what I love about what he says right now, he says, remember, at the end of the day, it's all a question of practicing. So this is why I love being in a multi-level marketing business. And I see more now that my children are older, how it has impacted my family. Because in my business, I have had to learn, if I wanted to be successful, to listen, you see, so I could date that party, so I could sell a product that the customer needed. Well, obviously, all of these skills I acquired in my MLM, I brought them back home, which gave, gave me the structure of listening and this is what I believe today has been a great part of the success of my marriage and my children. So I love what Sylvain Lalonde says. He says, I love multi-level marketing because it is a personal development program with a paycheck. And he is so, so right. So I, I want to tell you right now, this weekend, practice with your spouse, practice with your children, practice with people that you have in your team. If you're in a multi-level marketing business or with coworkers, if you're working full-time, practice, practice. But to help us have fun with this, Marie-Pierre, take it away. Yes, I really had fun <laughs> when I was searching for exercise to really understand the habit number five. So yes, you can do it with your family. So that's why it's so funny. So there's different exercise to do. So yes, this weekend you have some homework to do with your family. So the first one, exercise to do with your family, everyone gets a, a, a pen and a paper and you set the timer for 30 seconds. So during this 30 seconds, you list as many words as you can related to the word family. So the goal is for everyone in your family to list as many of the same words as possible. So you get one point for each word every member of your family has in common. But you can discuss the word or share your answer until the time is up. If you are, have uh, small children who can write, just have team up with the parents so everyone can play in the um, game. So at the end of the 30 seconds, you go and you count the point that the, uh, the word will come from each member of the family. So how many points did you get? And why do you think you got the score you did? After that, Second step, you repeat the same activity. So you start the timer for 30 seconds and you repeat the activity using the word love. So at the end of the 30 seconds, you get one point for each word every member of your family has in common. So how many points did you get this round? Was your score higher? And why is it so difficult to get a high score? So it's an exercise really funny to do. It's a, like a game, but we will all see at the end that, that even we are part of the same family, we all see the world differently. 
So the problem is we think we see the same way others do. So communication is important to achieve understanding because no two people see, think, or experience the world the same way. So it's a great idea to do with your family so everyone can see that no, the other person cannot understand you at the first time because she doesn't think and she doesn't see the world just like you. So that's the first exercise to do with your family. After that is to um, try and practice the uh, active listening, reflective uh, listening. Just like Maria said, yes, you can do with your spouse, with your colleague, everyone, but now do it with your family, but something really simple. So when someone is speaking, the listener can use re reflective listening uh, to let the speaker know they are really listening to what is being said. So a simple, simple example, the speaker will say, I love you. And the listener will say, you seem to feel love about me. So yes, it's really a simplified example, but uh, reflective listening can be that easy. So now you take turns making statements and practicing reflective listening. So in some situation, you will see that it's the subject and the feeling is a little bit more complicated, but you can just practice, practice with a simple example. So now everyone can really understand in your family how to do it. So that's the second exercise you can do with your family. After that, another one you can do by yourself is to write down your response from conversation you have with one person that you find that your relationship is a little bit challenging. So determine if your response uh, are advising, probing, interpreting, or evaluating. So the four autobiographical response that we have in most of our conversations. So determine if you had one of those responses. So how might you change your listening next time? What would you do differently? And next time you catch yourself inappropriately using one of the autobiographical responses, try to turn the situation into a deposit by acknowledgement and apology. Example, I'm sorry, I just realized I'm not really trying to understand. Could we start again? So just be open about it. And the last one is about the ethos that we covered yesterday. So the character, that's the first thing we have to have in every habit that we read. Character is the base. So examine your own character with, with some question. So first, what is it about me that allows others to trust me? Second, what is it about me that causes people not to trust me? And is there any part of my behavior where I'm, I am running hot, hot and cold? So for example, are there times when I am critical of people and then in the next moment forgiving? And the last question to examine your own character, do my private actions square up with my public action? If not, why? And where are the discre discrepancies? So yes, you can play with your family, but after that, yes, you need to uh, make sure that you examine your own character and your own uh, conversation. So if you have uh, autobiographical responses to just be aware of that, so you can start again, if you realize during the conversation or if you realize after that 
just to write about it and make sure that you do best your best the next time. I just love, love, love. And I was going in my mind, hey, Virginie's here. Look, look, she's at the office with the dogs. Ah, she's the one, did you see? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking of the pod beam. They have no clue what I'm talking about, right? And Facebook neither, because they don't see everybody. Uh, I, I was thinking as, as, as you were speaking, um, let me, I'm 58 years old. So let me give you a little bit of, of, of where I come from. You know, you see me and my husband today, but I want to remind everybody it wasn't always easy. Okay. Don't ever think for a second that our relationship was easy. Like one day I have to do a show on that. Okay. Exactly. So you understand how powerful this is, what you're listening to today. I wish I had read it back then because maybe I wouldn't have taken so much time to, to work through our, our situation. Okay. Listening is so difficult. I kid you not. Listening is so difficult. Did you see I'm doing a podcast right now? Then somebody comes in. It's okay. But the dog starts barking. So if anybody was talking at that moment or if anybody was writing something on Podbeam, I'm not listening. You understand how difficult it is to listen. Like I'm telling you right now, guys, it's not easy. I don't want you to walk away and say, well, I should be doing this. No, it's not easy. It's, it's very hard to listen. It is very hard to listen. Another thing I want to say to you, being able to be the last to speak. I know at a certain moment I heard Simon uh, Sinek talk about that, but it's so important to be also the last to speak. So if you're at a table, and it's not easy, I'm telling you, it's not easy. If you're at a table, and now your spouse, your better half speaks, and then your child gets in, do you have the capacity, those on podcast with me, do you have the capacity to stay quiet and, and, and stop your brain from going into, this is what I'm going to say. Do, do you understand how it's not easy? Dorothy, does it make sense what I'm trying to tell people? Like, it's not easy. I don't want you walking away from here and not getting it and say, oh, my God, I'm so dumb. I can't get. No, it's not easy. It's not easy because my brain is racing 100 miles an hour. And here's my husband. I'm going to give you a, 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 very, a very great example. Mohammed is listening to Hamid. Hamid is anti-vaccine. It's his prerogative. I mean, it's his right, right? Muhammad is phenomenal at listening. But here comes Yasmin. And right away, instead of giving her brother the chance to express himself so she can better understand from his point of view, right away she goes into probing, you know, uh, advising. And you think that all these doctors, and here I am at the other end of the table, and I want so Dorothy to to jump in and 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 stop Yasmin yelling at Hamid. Or you know, are you guys feeling me? Okay, okay, but I don't. This is what I'm telling you. It's not easy. It's not easy. I don't. Instead, what I do here, I say, well, Yasmin, did you understand the real basis that Hamid doesn't want to get vaccine? And then she goes on a tangent again. Okay. And I bring it back. Okay. So repeat to me what Hamid said, like even as a medi mediator, 
Don't say what Hamid said. Ask her, what did you understand about what he said? So seeking first to understanding is so powerful, even in the way we handle our families. You said it, 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 it unites, it unites everyone. I don't know how to explain it to you. So even if we have these diverse um, um, oh, mindsets in my family, like my, my son voted for one party, my daughter Yasmin voted for another party. So can anybody just imagine the discussions, how heated they can be if one of the two parents didn't know how first to understand then to be understood. Can everybody follow me on this? Okay. Because I'm telling you, especially with COVID and the vaccine, by the way, it would be a case for Hamid and Yasmin never to speak to each other. But because there's an in-between, us the podcasters, there we go. Why? Okay, 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 okay. Shut up. Don't, don't, don't get involved. Don't take sides. Ask questions instead. Well, we're also helping to unite our family. And COVID, if anything, with all our differences in the same family, it's united us even more with our differences. So, you know, this human aspect, this human element is so important. And, and I know I practice it with my, my business, where I always seek first to understand where I invest hundreds of hours of asking People, you know, what do you attribute your success to? And once I've launched the questions, I shut up and I write down notes. So I can really, really understand. Now, when that happens, when you really put the human element before, okay, before the financial, before the technical side, because fin financial is important, like technical side is important. But more important is that human aspect we're all going to gain more time. I'm looking at my multi-level marketing business. Everything that's going on in seven days, the only reason we are able to do so much is because we're listening to each other. And we're working with everybody's strength. So when we come together, we gain so much more time. We have so much more energy. When you look at my organization, people... You know, we've had the same issues as everybody else, but we're, our cups are so full because we're listening to one another that it's easy for us to stay within the circle of influence because we're listening. You know, think of all the meetings that go on in a week. Think of your families, the same thing. Make it a tradition. Every Saturday night, it's family supper. So if somebody had a fight, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be ironed out on Saturday night. And it gives us all so much money. Have you seen the money you guys have been making in the last 20 months? Okay, it gives everyone more money. So it's, it's incredible. Listen, learn, and give psychological air. Have you written that down? Listen, learn, and give psychological air. Now, if some of you are joining us for the very first time, what do you mean, Maria, by psychological air? Well, if I allow Dorothy to speak without probing her, I'm giving her psychological oxygen, I call it. It's giving her time to revise. As, as I repeat what you're telling me, what is happening is I'm giving her more psychological oxygen because... She realizes, well, that's not what I really want to say. So now she has an opportunity without stressing her out to, you know, 
catch up and fix it. And then finally I repeat it. She goes, yeah, that's it. Okay. And then I interpret it my way. So if I understand you correctly, Dorothy, in my words, and she says, yeah, that's it. That's it. This is the magic. This is what's going to build loyalty between you and your family and your business and your community. Listen, learn, and give psychological air. It inspires loyalty. It inspires commitment and inspires long-term, incredible, beautiful relationship. Understand first before you try to present any of your ideas. Okay, Understand. Understand before you present any of your ideas, before you prescribe, understand, understand every facet of the issues they're talking to you about. Does it take more time? Absolutely. Absolutely. But for those of you that are with me in my multi-level marketing business, let me tell you all the time that we, we had to put in to, to really understand each other. We're seeing the payoff now. And wait in 2022. Wait in 2022. Our differences, when we truly understand each other, are not stumbling blocks, but rather it will create progress at a speed unseen before. And this is what I wish for you. I'm so excited for next week because we're going to go into synergy. Now, everybody knows that when a family has synergy, when a community has synergy, when a business has synergy, we go from extraordinary to legendary. So am I excited? I don't know about you guys, but me, am I excited, Marie-Pierre, to get into habit number six? Absolutely. Who wants to go from extraordinary to legendary? For that, we need synergy. Synergy, synergy. Okay. Love you guys. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. Have a great weekend and practice, practice, practice. Bye.